Alright, welcome to the Cream Crew Podcast, where everybody's in a bad mood, except for me. Can't start like that. It makes the... it sound like we've been fighting. <laughs> no, nobody's been fighting, you guys are just being like I am every other day, so let's talk about it. Alright. Hunter, you said you had a bad dream? Yes, I did have a bad dream. Go on. <laughs> Regale us. I was basically premiering the newest tune that I have going right now, and it just like... When really, it was just like a, uh, it felt too real. It felt like, uh, this was like, this one went bad, and then like, the, it was like just that progression down. Like, just a fever dream, and then like three hours of sleep. That's like about it. I didn't sleep much either. I slept, uh, fine actually. It was weird. I had lucid dreams, like, for the first time in my life last night. I had two. You know, okay. lucid dreams where yeah, you, like, yeah. know you're, and you can, like, control it? Yeah. Dude, it was crazy. I, I had a story about that, too. But, I well. fucking, I was in my dream, and I, it wasn't even like I was in the dream for a while, and then it became lucid. I just, like, arrived in this different dimension. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking dreaming, and that means I can do anything I want. Okay. And a mob was running towards me in my lucid dream, so I just flew away. I was like, this is fucking cool. And then instantly, the next thing I did was, like, go through a door because I knew there'd be this like fat titty whore on the other side who wanted to fuck me. I was like, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to take advantage of this situation. So I, uh, man, I started by sticking my fingers in her pussy, but it was not what you'd expect. It was like touching icicles and ice. It was like, and I was like, man, that's weird. This is my lucid dream. This should feel like, like fucking silk and velvet okay. <laughs> and warmth and good memories. And uh, no, it just felt like ice. And I and was like, and you couldn't make it feel nice. Yeah, no. Well, like it's, the, I, the it ice jolted nice. me to consciousness. Oh, it took me up. out of the dream. Oh, I was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like mm. an icicle through my heart, metaphorically speaking. Anyway, and then I, I woke up in the, um, another dream, and like I guess later, and I tried to do the same thing. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, right, let's well, round two. Let's give this another shot, and. Uh, yeah, I I made it through the door, and then that was it. I opened the door. It was a different door, because <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, up. it's my choice. Yeah. I don't have to go to the same location. I was just like, right. this door is different, but it's okay. still going to have that hole there, because I want her to be there. <laughs> well, no, so, so that was it? You woke up? Yep. The second door. But I knew it was going to happen. I opened the door, and I was like, fuck. I'm going to wake I'm up. I'm about to wake up. <laughs> and then I woke up, and, uh, yeah. Why, like, the one lucid dream I've ever had was more or less the exact same thing. I tried to fuck some bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, I sex I figured man. out I figured out I could fly, and then I figured out wow, I have total control over flying. And then at some point, I just had the realization like actually this is a dream. I'm having a lucid dream. Awesome. And then like I don't I don't know. It was like an Ocean City type setting where I was flying around, and I landed like on a rooftop, and there were uh, there was like a chick sunbathing. And it was nice. at that moment I realized this is a lucid dream. So I turned to her and said, "Hey, you want to want to fuck?" She's like, "Yeah." And then I woke up. <laughs> it, like, <laughs> you, <laughs> Hell yeah! And then that's fuck, it. I fuck. And then that's that's it. Every time, for, or the one time, but I, I guess it's a uh, it's a pattern. I, I remember having the thought in my lucid dream of like, if I fuck this chick, I'm gonna like come myself in the real world, and I was totally okay with it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna shoot ropey loads into the back of my wife. <laughs> have you ever, uh, have you ever came while you were sleeping? Yes, I have. Since you've been married, you have. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, God, I've got that potent sexual energy, <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, so it's just spilling yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, the meat's like <laughs> same. Go on. What you you can yours? only uh, you can only ride the same roller coaster so many times before you start getting bored with it. You know what I mean, boys? 
No, I don't I know. I, I, I don't know. I don't even think I remember even having like a sexual dream. And if it is, it's always like something very like bland. Like in my dream, I get a hand job. Like what kind of fantasy <laughs> is that? But I come like a lot. Like I mean, like Cinnabon <laughs> icing. Like a lot. I remember, like I was like, oh my god, Cinnabon. And it's like I feel like you. I feel like if you ever come yourself while you sleep, I'm pretty sure you wake. You pretty sure you wake up like right after it happens or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's nice and warm. In your pants, and it's, <laughs> it's nice and gooey in your pants. So you, you have oh, see, here's the problem, bro. I sleep naked, so. Oh, do you? It, it was not caught by anything. It was just shot sporadically <laughs> across the bed sheets. How did, uh, well, how did you, did your wife know, like, did she find out? Yeah, were you, like, writhing in your sleep? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's um, like, Tom's possessed, Tom's um. possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually started, like, well, well, I... I think this happened more than once because there's two co like competing memories. But one okay. time I did it and uh, I woke up. I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then I saw she was about to roll over like into my my seed, yeah, <laughs> my puddle. Pool. Yeah, yeah. And I like stopped her. I was like, "Don't roll over." She was like, "Why?" And what am I gonna say? Like, there's jam in the bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's not very many options to lie. Did it not? Uh, so... did, did it not stink? Did it not smell of fresh cum on the I, uh, in the bed? I'm, I don't know if the scent was potent enough to alert her to it. Mm -hmm. I, feel like, like, I feel like I have a very potent seed. Just, just stinky. Stinky seed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, would have, it, would have to, it would have to overpower the latent cum smell of Tom's room. You know? Oh, so it's already pre-existing. Always, there's always a cum smell in my room. He always so just has... Notice. You have like four yeah, or five well, open... Smell, smell is all about like difference, right? <laughs> You have like four or five open Elmer glue bottles just in your room at all times, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I, I wish I'd have known that then. I remember the first time that ever happened to me, though, I told my wife immediately. I think I woke her up. And was like, what, in shame? No, like I was fascinated. I was like, I came my pants. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? And I'm like, I literally came without touching myself. I'm like, this is like... This is the peak of human evolution. Like, this is where we were meant to be. I'm like, you're lucky this didn't happen before I met you, or else I'm like, I'd probably be a single man for the rest of my life. Just, like, go into deep state, and then just, like, come and be like, I've never felt more refreshed. Because I remember, actually, that day that that happened. See, I've been in a funk today. I've been in a funk. Maybe I should just try to, like, come my pants while I sleep again. Because I remember, like, <laughs> it was, like, a month of just pure bliss after that. Like, my mind had been opened. Like, nothing could affect me. <laughs> It's great, man. We have I have I had opposite feelings towards it, cause I uh, it's never like a it's pleasurable when you can't in a lucid dream. I imagine it would be because you you know it's gonna happen, but when it happens out of nowhere, when I'm about to like fuck these chicks in my dream, I'm always like terrified of sticking my dick in because I don't know if they've got an STD or I'm gonna get them pregnant. Oh, so really? like so like I'm blue balling myself, like my dick is like quivering, like. <laughs> Trying to get in, I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't know where this woman has been. We can't just fucking do this. And so it's like this conflicted, like, you know, when you have like nut denial or like blue balls, you know, where right. you, you think you're, it's like that, but with the coming, but it's like. Well, you'd think it would be like when you, you know, like a bedwetting dream, you have that like anxiety and stress. Like, I can't pee right now, even though you're in a dream. And, it's like, the same feeling pee. just to do with like STDs but, but and it's, pregnancy. It's funny that you, you probably have that feeling because of. On some level, you know, like you're gonna. This come isn't a to good bed. idea. <laughs> but you, like in the dream, you rationalize. Oh, I could get an STD. 
Yeah, know? no, for sure. Why, why are you saying like a nerdy voice? Like that's gay. <laughs> like only like fucking because real retards. men don't worry about. It. If anything, they're gonna rape that girl. That's what they. <laughs> that's what he's saying. That's what that's what Don Ask questions later. Plow on ahead. It's the American way. That is that's true. Right. She's like, come on in. You don't, you know, fucking shake your boots. You just walk right in. You know. <laughs> M muddy boots and all. Yeah, if only I couldn't have been brought up in such a repressed society. Maybe I could enjoy the finer dream pleasures like you gentlemen. That's true. Maybe that's why I enjoy coming my pants. Maybe it's like some sick fantasy. Exactly. You mentioned, uh, Hunter, you mentioned to me earlier that you were, you felt like you were self-sabotaging. I feel like at least maybe every person that does comedy does this where like they question how funny they are or something like that. I feel like you just kind of like have these moments of doubt or something like that, especially as like a creator, where you're just like, holy fuck, like, I feel like the the tap is empty at the moment or something. Oh, well, I definitely, I definitely like get the, um, like the creative tap is dry feeling. Maybe every fucking project. <laughs> I yeah, think there's for been real. a project recently where I'm like, man, I've just got, actually, I wrote a, I wrote a Winnie the Pooh script that just flowed out of me. <laughs> like, like I was meant to write that script. That's but, good, um, Apart from that one, like, everything has just been a real fucking struggle. So, like, burnout is this yeah. thing that happens, like, obviously when you overwork yourself or you don't have enough, like, relaxation time and whatnot, but... Thank you for explaining what burnout is to the listeners. That's okay. Yeah. These fucking idiots who haven't worked a day in their life mm -hmm. don't have a clue, Don. They get weekends off. They get holidays. I feel like actually having that context for burnout is uh, probably relevant because I feel like a majority of people are probably, like, well, how the fuck can you get burnt out by just making cartoons or something like that? Mm. Yeah, fuck you, Don. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate it. I need to start just like an animated commentary channel. Uh, how about this? I, I'll limit the animation I do, right? No more animation, really, and I'll just tell stories from my from my youthful years. And it'll just be like, maybe I can create like an avatar for myself, and I'll call it Storytime Animations. And maybe those will kick off. I don't think it'd catch on, honestly. No. I don't know if people want to sit down and watch, like, 40 minutes of some, like, unfunny arsehole make, like, motion comics about their life. About me working at Subway? Yeah, I just, I just don't when I worked at When I worked at Subway, I used to get poopy customers. And they would say, extra chicken, please. And I would scoff, and I'd say, uh, okay. And I'm gonna Bag extend. <laughs> I'm gonna extend that into 40 minutes, and it's gonna be really cool. Like I, I think a big, and it relates to burnout too. Like I think a big part of getting over burnout or like negative feelings about your work and all of that shit is putting in place the other elements outside of your work that mitigate the damage that happens when something goes wrong within work. And what mm. I mean by that is like exercise, eating right, mm. uh, having like things outside of your work that you enjoy doing. Mm. Man, if if those other things you can't get in order. Of course you're gonna fucking crumble under this huge pressure of work. Clean your room. Clean your room. Make your you, bed. You, got, you gotta be in the belly of the whale. You, so you get, need to tidy your room. Bring, bring order to chaos. <laughs> you want Western civilization to fail? Chaos it, it is was feminine. funny because... You have to conquer the feminine. It's traditionally feminine in all the stories. It's, uh, it's a, it's a the, dumb bitch. The, chaos. the Tagalites the came onto the beach that day, and what, they, what I found was interesting was that they actually put a large basket of pears out onto the beach, and the, the other kinds of Magalites and Togalites, which were prima... Like, Pre-historian uh, uh, Viking vampires at the time, they would actually come up on the beach as well, and they would uh, they would breed with each other. You're like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Jordan? <laughs> and then Joe Rogan's like, he's like, whoa, very cool. That's that's crazy. That's why I, that's why mm. I stack my books vertically instead of horizontally. You're like, that's why I click. That's why I clean my this, fucking this, room. This is my this is my favorite podcast ever, sir. Thank you. 
Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh my god! And then like it's, gen- it's a top top podcast of all time. I feel like there, that was during that period where it was like a bunch of the like new age like kind of like right guys that were like really popular on podcasts. Like that's when Milo was popular and like Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. Gavin McGinnis, and all those guys would come on and they would say some stuff that maybe isn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I remember the first time I watched Gavin McGinnis, I thought it was really funny. And then like, it, it was funny. He, he is, is funny. Yeah, he is really funny. I think that this he's is, a funny is, dude. It's just video. like the Proud Boy. I mean, at least like I don't know the whole story. I wasn't there. But, I don't uh, think he. I mean, I know he didn't start like it to be. That's, the that's fucking, what that's the what they say. Is. They say it was he started as a joke and then it turned into another thing. But then yeah, because it was also uh, it was also Anthony Anthony Cumia who like had like that whole scandal happen at the time too. So it was kind of like this big joke thing, but you know, I think guys were, I think angry, tiny PP'd boys were like, you know what? This is like a good idea. (laughs) They just like really ran with it. How about we all get a Fred Perry shirt, which like in itself, it's just like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like those are good shirts, but to be unison when it comes to like a polo kind of like Fred Perry shirt, it just seemed weird. Seemed like a just that's like got, a, that's got that's got cultural weird. and heritage roots, Hunter. Mm. Does that's it? A, that, yeah, that's a that's a working class shirt from the UK back in the eighties. Aren't they the, like uh, very expensive? I, it's well, like everything that starts working class, eventually it becomes like hip and cool, and then it becomes that's like true. bougie in an ironic way. Yeah, that's and true. What like, costs like, like a five and now is like three hundred dollars for a t-shirt. It's funny you say that because I went into Old Navy and Gap, and I couldn't believe that the sweats there were three hundred dollars now. Why really? No, I'm just I'm I'm making fun of your <laughs> deal of like what's working <laughs> class. Yeah, you know, in the early '90s, Gap was meant for the everyday man, but now they're on they're on par with fucking Gucci and Versace and all that kind of stuff, which I would it's, love. That'd be hilarious. It's fucking it's true. It is true. Have you ever looked at Doc Martens? You, you shot me down about the fucking burnout thing. I'm gonna shoot you down. Fucking no. get him done. Yeah. Get him. Jeans. <sighs> Stupid prick. That's that's like a that's like a field hand thing. Oh yeah. Now it's let's like go to old Italy. Thing. That's right. You said jeans. Yeah, denim was invented yeah. for like farmers. And now it's like three hundred thousand dollars for raw denim or whatever the fuck. Have you You're ever so seen cultured? You swine. Have you ever seen how uh, how expensive like a vintage pair of like Levi's are? Like the first Levi's or whatever that came out. Are you just about to prove my point even more? Well, I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm just like, it's more of like a collector, like vintage item type thing. It's like weird. Yeah. How much are they? No, it's a lot. What a great answer. I don't have the specific. It's definitely over thousands of dollars. It's like, it's insane. And it's just because it's like the first run of Levi. Levi. Yeah. Are you are you a boot cut kind of guy? I'll bet you're a Yeah, he is. Look at, look at Hunter. He's got a mullet. <laughs> of course he's a boot cut kind of guy. By a boot cut kind of guy. You Dude, know, I've never like seen nice... you standing up. It would be cool if you wore skinny jeans, though. That'd be a nice surprise. It'd be fun. My thighs would love that. My thighs would yeah. love just it, having dude, it feels, all circulation. It feels cut. so nice. It feels. Have you ever worn skinny jeans? It does feel really nice. No, because I'm a fat man, and if you've ever seen a, a fat man wear skinny jeans, you know that it's like so out of place. It's just kind of like, what are you doing? It's kind of like, uh, like if a fat woman had a belly ring. Like what are you like? Who Ooh, yeah. are you Ooh. trying to? That was descriptive. Yeah, that made me shudder. And I, uh, <laughs> so I like a nice. You know what I like? I like a nice pair of jeans that fit just nice. And if especially if I'm feeling nice and bloated, I like to have those those jeans that have the nice stretch fit. 
<laughs> you get the elastigene. Yeah, I get the, nice, I get the nice elastigene combo, and I work. You know what I do, especially if I'm feeling nice and cute. I'll get a really, I'll get a triple XL uh, American Eagle hoodie, and I'll put that on, and I'll read a book, and that's that's like my favorite fall day outfit. Right, that's that. That does sound nice. It does sound good. I kind of want to put on yeah. a bunch of weight just so I can experience that. It's gonna be really great. You're gonna love the heartburn. You're gonna love the panic attacks. <laughs> You're gonna love everything. <laughs> the acid reflux. Like, yeah, the, ah, oh, I love this hoodie. Ah. This, is, this is a great. This is a great hoodie. Worth it. Hundred percent worth it. Especially whenever uh, the hoodie is like, it fits okay on you. You know, it's like, like, oh, this is a nice, comfy hoodie. And then like, you put it on a regular human being, and it looks like they could like cover their whole family with it. And you're just like, oh, I've actually, have a, I'm actually much larger than I thought. <laughs> is that like a, uh, is that something that happens? Do you get like a body, uh, almost dys dysmorphia? Like you think no. you're fatter no. than you are, or skinnier than you are, or like? No, no, I just, I just know I'm out of shape right now. I don't think I'm also like morbidly obese or anything like i mean i work out and stuff it's just like poor dietary choices of like alcohol and like certain foods and stuff like that that make me like retain weight in like my stomach and like thighs and shit but otherwise than that i got a fucking i got an arm on me like a rocket my fucking calves are looks like two fucking pinealope pinealopes don't come at say, the I, kid I, yeah exactly. you'll lose <laughs> fucking come at the kid you'll lose if you actually look at Phil and Samo's head, Tom, you'll, <laughs> you'll see that there's this huge, he has this huge scar there, and it's because Yeah, with like, his, hits himself with the microphone. Yeah, like for like a fucking four, ape. For four years, he, from like 90, from like 98 to like 2002 or something like that, he just beat the shit out of his face <laughs> with a microphone and just like would cut open his head every time. And then I think like right around 2000, that's when he started getting his like permanent summer cold, where he was just like... <laughs> 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 Yeah, he just sounds like that. Oh. Do you reckon he's going to get CTE? Do you reckon we're going to see like an Alzheimer's ridden Phil Anselmo? I hope so. That'd be great. <clears throat> yeah, he's already pretty funny with the shit he uh, says that gets yeah, in trouble. That, that, that would if he had like no control if, over if the his... the faucet was just open. If it was just open. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. What power! <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that was that uh, we were drinking white wine in the backstage. That's why I said white power. Not to all you libtards out there, it, it was a joke. It was a you funny goof. In the band. You know, I have <laughs> I, some of my friends are really into, uh, like, what is that? Like the e boy, like sad, like emo rap music, whatever. Like little peep and all that shit. Sounds gay. Well, it's whatever. But the uh, the thing about it is that I, you know, we'll sit there and they'll like make like we'll like kind of make fun of each other's music, or whatever. And every time, I don't know why, <laughs> it pisses me off every time. One of, like, my vegan friends, he's just like, <laughs> he looks like a soy boy. It's just, it's, it's fucking crazy. And he'll say something like, rip dime bag, brother, or something like that. And I'm like, hey, you put respect on that name! <laughs> like, freak out. <laughs> he was an American hero! You shut up! Shut up! <laughs> just fucking pummel with soy facing. Because they sit there and then he says something like, he's just like, I can't believe Peep's dead. He was like a genius. And I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like a 17-year-old that OD'd. He's like, rip dime bag, brother. I'm like, he was shot on stage! He was, hey! You should just fulfill your fucking stereotype and pistol whip him. <laughs> and there's like no way to rebuttal it because I'm just like... 
Because if I do, I'm just like, he was an amazing guitar player. And they're just like, shut the fuck up, you dumb redneck. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going to bust. <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'm going to break free and I'm coming after you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a sad story. Sad story. True American boy. Lost his life on stage. I'm pretty sure, like, literally after that night, though, like, every, I'm pretty sure that changed, like, the live experience of concerts. I bet it did. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Cause it, yeah, followed only by the Bata Clan. I want to know how he just like casually walked on stage. Yeah, you know how relaxed of a show that must have been. What, like, pre, people, pre people, shooting, people, or? people were like, people were like, people were like, I, I, uh, I have no idea who you are, dude. Have fun on the stage. It's like, why'd you let him up there? He just like walked up, just casually walked. Oh, up. Oh, did he? Did he just yeah. like walk up? Yeah, there's like a very brief video footage, <clears throat> and he just like literally just takes like just walks right up on stage. And he just pulls out a gun, and that's when people are like, well, that was a mistake. Shouldn't have <laughs> you shouldn't let that guy come out there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And then I, he, I love I love the story, because, like, all the metalheads know, I, I mean, I don't know the guy's name, but, like, the officer that blew the shooter's brains out, whatever, with the yeah. shotgun, he, like, recounts it, and he's just horrified. He's just like, you know, I had to do what I had to do. And everyone's just like, you are, he's a fucking godsend. He was an angel sent from heaven above. And, like, the guy, I think, has just been, like, <laughs> mentally tortured for years over it. <laughs> He was like, you know, I just like blew this man's head off with a shotgun. <laughs> like, yeah. You've, uh, you've, uh, you've actually met Phil Anselmo, have you not? I the have. Venerable. When you, when uh, you tell that story, beautiful. It, it brought a tear to my eye, in fact. It brought tears to my eyes. Here I was working in Bushwick, Brooklyn. The smell of cigarette smoke and bodegas were in the air. <laughs> what is <bodega>? Deli meats. <laughs> Deli oh, okay, meats. Gotcha. And and cat piss basically filled the air. And I went to a uh, very famous metal venue in, in Brooklyn called St. Vitus. I got there like two hours early, and uh, the thing about St. Vitus I didn't know is that there's no backstage. There's no back area for the band. So when the band comes in, they have to go through this like room in the front and then go through the crowd up to the stage. And I was right by the staircase to the stage, and you know, Phil and Solomon comes through and everybody's like shaking his shoulders and shit. He's like, <laughs> and people are like, Phil, yeah! <laughs> and he comes by and it's as if it's destiny. He stops right, right in front of me and he says, let's have a good show. And we clap hands and I cry. <laughs> I, I, I immediately started getting teary and cry. <laughs> and then I'm right front, front and center the whole time and it was fucking awesome. He, dude, it wasn't like divine providence. He saw the fucking mullet. The mullet. <laughs> and Probably the I didn't have a mullet. And the look, the look with, of with the spikes on your fucking the tops of your shoulders. The look of white pride in your eyes. And he's <laughs> yeah, like that guy. <laughs> that is my a, man. <laughs> I was wearing a Confederate flag cutoff, and I was like, Phil and Salmo, you're my hero. <laughs> oh my god! You had a screwdriver T-shirt on. Yeah, I'm like. I'm like, you mind signing my down and my Pantera records after the show? I brought them all. I really like that speech you gave about black on black crime back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that a lot. Yeah, there. Yeah, no, but it was a, uh, it was fucking awesome. It was a really fun show. And they played like three Pantera songs at the end too. So ah, oh, that's so fucking cool, man. I'm 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 just like a fucking loser. I don't really like live music, but. That's, that sounds like something I, even I would want to go to. Hear some Pantera songs. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, and uh, there's something about live shows that can be very fun with the right bands. Some bands I love listening to just on the record, but I just, like, I would never be interested in seeing them live. Usually Man, if it's like... 
That's kind of huh? cool. I uh, I've always been a fucking black sheep because mm-hmm. I've I've said like the track on the album is what the band ultimately envisioned. The it's like perfect. Perf- it's perfected. The perfected. Why would you hurt your ears? Works. Of of the song, that's what they wanted it to sound like. Uh-huh. And then when they go on stage, all you're really reacting to is like the energy of other people, yeah, like, but screaming and stuff. But that's, that's fine, that's fun. fine. But to hear Hunter validate <sighs> my black sheep opinion by saying some bands just album only. No, because you take that energy from you take that energy from the show, and you go on and you listen to the music, and that energy remains when you listen to the music afterward. It's also a collective. It's like a room or a stadium or wherever you're at of people that are enjoying the same thing as you and there's like a certain kind of like electricity in the air of like everybody having a good time type deal. Yeah, that's really I, fun. They're so sweaty. I think, I think that I think that a band yeah, that collective energy, like that electricity, like you said, is specific to the band and it's a specific memory. And then when you go on and you listen to that music again, like it's kind of loaded with that memory of that show, you know, and it makes the music better. Like that I, did not happen for me. I could I did not enjoy Megadeth or Metallica as much until I saw them live and then like I loved them for years and binged them. Yeah, I, I, I already I, loved <clears throat> Megadeth and Metallica like an unreasonable amount and I saw right. them live and it changed nothing it dis- for the album experience anything, for it, dis- me. it disappointed me. You can't like, so, I swear you can't even really they hear what time. they're playing. <laughs> the only cool thing about seeing them at Sonosphere was like the crowd drowning out their <laughs> their solos so, or their like riffs. So instead of like, it was like the whole crowd. All you could hear was people going, wee 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 I thought that was cool. Like that was funny. I will say that I think festivals are like nowhere near as good as like a venue. Yeah. To be to be fair, I would never go to a festival again. Probably. Yeah. Not a metal festival. Do you remember that chick with the huge tits in the white t-shirt? I do. Yeah. That all right, was, that's that it. Was, that's all. That's that all that was. That's uh, all that interlude that was, was. That was the highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Hunter. If you uh, when you're younger, festivals are cooler because I feel like you can do less because of your age. So like the festival is kind of like a nice, you know, kind of like wild thing to do. What do you mean but do like, less? Like you can't drink, you can't like you know smoke. You have like less thing, you know, less rights to do. So like when I was like before I was like 18, I used to like going to like. Rock fest in Kansas City and shit like that and all that kind of stuff. We we could drink because we were in England. Well, drink drinking age is eighteen in the UK, so mm-hmm. maybe not the same thing. Yeah, well, but uh, I tell the- you, weed, alcohol, gay, whatever. The fucking big licorice laces they had at that festival. Yeah, that was a real culinary highlight for me. I think about those all the time. I've never had it. You think it's right? Yeah, yeah, even done things about them all the time. It's like to people that don't like licorice, it wasn't like licorice flavored. It was just like candy flavored, but it was like a massive giant rope that you walked around. People who don't like licorice, even really people. I've never had that. That sounds terrible. Anything with like like a candy that has that's like black licorice, it just makes me think of like an old person, like an old person candy. Don't do old person candy dirty. You guys don't like Werther's originals. My uh, my grandpa, my great grandpa. Uh, he had a jar of M and M's that he would just like yeah, fist and, eat and <laughs> he would just fist fuck and them. It, and he was like, "You want one?" And I'm like, "You just see his old wrinkly ass hand going it." And you're just like, "Nah, nah, I don't want any <laughs> of your old dead skin M and M's, you old fuck." They just had hard candies. Who yeah, wants hard-, hard candies? Who actively has hard candies as an enjoyable thing in their house, like peppermints? Let me. Hey, I have a sweet tooth. Let me get a fucking peppermint. Out of this little sweet jar that I have in the side of my you chair. You don't like Werther's originals. It's how you practice restraint. They were a measured generation. 
You just get a little microdose of sugar over the course of like 20 minutes instead of stuffing your face with chocolate chips. Then maybe also, they want to like mask the taste of decaying gum in their mouth. Hmm. So they have strong peppermints. Yeah. I think also probably back then, I remember everything was just like soda pop and like sweets. You smoke cigarettes and you got donuts and milkshakes and a large Coke. It's like, there's my lunch. And that was, that's what it was. <laughs> but since you couldn't like just stay inside, there was like no fat people. So they just like ran everywhere and did stuff. So they were like active, but they're just like totally fucked. That's why if you look at every old person's mouth, it isn't because they're old. It's because they just rotted their teeth out. And that's mm. why they're all fake. Just fucking fake teeth. Yeah, I guess... Uh... I guess if you're just your diet is fucking whiskey and smoking, like only strong peppermint flavors are gonna shine through. Yeah, you probably, probably just want taste that, quite mild to them. Yeah, you probably just want that strong taste. Like puts Tabasco on his peppermints, all sorts yeah, of shit. You guys have Werther's originals. I've said it like seven times now, and every time I've been ignored, <clears throat> no. I can only assume no. that you I'd don't have them. We do I guess not. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, I don't know, it's a shame. You guys might have a different opinion if you had some Werther's in your life. Have you ever had a caramel apple before? Yes. I always feel like I enjoy the caramel apple, but I don't think I've ever actually eaten an entire caramel apple where it comes on a stick and it has like a bunch of shit on it. You know what I mean? It's always somewhere I'm like, oh, this is tastes really good, but it's always some, it's, it's such a, uh, it's a task. Like, I don't think I can ever finish it. Oh, well, I don't think like you, once you get past the outer lay, you're just eating like a shit apple. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think that that's part of it. I think you like, you eat all the yummy shit on the outside and then you're left with this like soft, gross carnival apple. You just want to hurl it into a bin. It's about discipline, restraint. You always got to, you always got to bring this back to. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's about best. discipline. These are the these are old Master. school things. These yeah, are old school right. old school things that were developed deliberately. So you take a bite from the candy side, and then you take another bite into just the apple, and then you take a candy bite, and yeah, you just you work on the apple and then the candy, and then you never end up with no candy or no apple, and that's how you get through it. You've been reading too much Jordan Peterson, man. I haven't read any Jordan Peterson in a while. <laughs> I, uh, it's been a couple months. Do you think a candy store could still survive today? They do. You ever go to Ocean City? There's like a candy kitchen. Why do you love Ocean City? I, it is so shit. It's, it's the shittest thing I've ever been to. It's not. What is Have Ocean you, City? You, you can't. It's this fucking tourist trap. Tom casting judgment on something doesn't mean anything because he doesn't enjoy anything. That is like the opposite of like true. Drinking. My he thing's. No, no, no. The thing that stands out about my proclivity to hate things is when i like things you know it's worth it that is true i was actually telling lexi that the other day oh yeah go on yeah well you convinced me to watch chernobyl because you said it was like masterfully made yes, i had no interest in watching it before that but you saying something is masterfully made actually carries weight because you hate fucking everything so when you say something is like nice it usually is to be fair but when we're talking about something like ocean city Tom is a uniquely a person that doesn't enjoy doing anything or having any fun outside of the, his own four walls of his house or mm. Xbox. So, in that regard, your opinion carries no weight. Sir. Jenkins thought it was shit too, and he likes everything. Fucking a, boom! Dab on the house! Is it just bitch. like a little, it's like a boardwalk area thing or something? Yeah, or dude, it's just, my parents hated it too. It's just fucking <laughs> like, did they? yeah, they were like, this is fucking tacky. I was like, I know. Well, yeah, that's, that's the point. No, no, it's not tacky in a good way. Okay. It's not like a fun, like, carnival with dodgems or bumper cars or whatever. <sighs> it's like this dilapidated boardwalk mm -hmm. with, like, greasy Ukrainian teenagers at every corner. Alrighty, I, 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 <laughs> I want to go immediately. The entire town is manned by Ukrainians. 
Every single How are there store. so many Ukrainians? I don't, that just, is not is a this, huge country. They, is have, this, a, they is, have a is community. <laughs> no, it's in no, the United it's in States. fucking Maryland. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm our, definitely more interested now. It's our thing. Expensive yeah. shit food. Yeah. The hotels are terrible. That's true. The beach is not the that hotel, great either. It's like dirty. Very dingy. So wait, let Don say, Don, what is the... Yeah, what Don, make, present what, the case what, for Ocean City. What makes, it, what makes this good? Because you're kind of just agreeing with everything. With everything I'm saying. You're like, you're like, yeah, the food is shit. Yeah, the hotels are, are not good. <laughs> so what is it? What makes it good? It is within... If you live in Maryland, it's within driving distance. And you go down there with your friends to the beach. And you can, like, get drunk in the bars. And then shuffle onto the beach. And it's fun. And that's the whole thing. But yeah, it's it's like run down. It's like it's like the the spring break location. So it just gets raped every year. Yeah, I feel like I would if I, like nice. Are they like at least cheap bars? Yeah, yeah whether so they're tacky enjoy, and have they have like all the like bullshit decorations and stuff, and then they have this place called Secrets, which again you have to be someone that enjoys things to enjoy. But um, it's like a complex of bars with like a sand floor. And they, they oh, put on nice. like a they put on like a free concert every night. You just pay to get in. It's like a club. And there's a free live show every night where they do like nineties covers and it's awesome. And it's like and packed down, out. And down there and yeah, down and they, there they also have a candy shop, you said? Well the, yeah, well there's you know, because it's like it's for all ages. It's like Maryland's biggest uh tourist thing. So there's like a candy kitchen every few like couple blocks in the boardwalk. Yeah. Mm. You ever been to a candy kitchen? No, I don't think I have. I think the biggest thing I've ever been to there was a candy store. But see, the the thing I'm presenting is I feel like if you were an like a person, you're like, oh, I'm going to start a candy store. You would immediately go out of business. These candy stores that have been here have been mm-hmm. here forever, like long standing candy stores, right? It's like the one people are always like, well, because uh, this has been a conversation I've had before. I'm like, and it's, I don't know why because I have no interest in opening a candy store or even going to a candy <laughs> store. So I don't know why this keeps happening. But it, every time people are like, well, I mean, there's that one candy store in Union Station and in Union Station is like a like one of the most famous spots in Kansas City and there's like mm. this fucking gaudy like candy store that's just like it looks like that one sand you know uh Clockwork Orange have you guys seen that no parts of it oh well that's well he's in a this, I watched like, I watched the cool rape part that's the part I've seen Don you've got a real obsession <laughs> with rape recently I do this I is do. a new phenomenon you know I'm not it's not a concerted thing but it does keep coming up so hmm I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll figure that one out. Maybe it'll play itself out. I no. I kind of want to get to the root of it now before you. I don't think I. I don't think I really want it to play out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, let's just see where this goes. Could go anywhere. That's it. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing that you can just see. Like, let's see how the dice land. I think that's more of a. That's more of a. Let's let's get that not. Let's get that hammered out real quick. Well, anyways, uh, Tom, especially, I'm surprised you haven't seen it since it's like primarily, you know, it's a British movie. I expect everybody that. This is from Britain. Just have seen every kind. Of I don't British need to movie. see it, mate. I've lived it. The uh, Stanley Kubrick, though, it's a really good Stanley Kubrick movie. If you guys like Kubrick, but he uh, this like very the scene is he's like walking through what I what I would only assume since I'm American, I just assume that this is like what kind of like a weird British like shopping center is. It looks like a fucking Willy Wonka set. I I like that vibe. Like I like the fucking stacked jars full of sweets. It's I like think, it's like I think fucking... you liked Candy Kitchen too. I feel like if I do any kind of sweets, it's usually just like I like ice cream. It's just like my wife. Ice cream. I could be your wife. Dude, I wouldn't mind if you, that. If, if you play your cards right. I wouldn't but, uh, want to bring you into this house with uh, 
Mr. Roll the die over here, honestly. Dangerous, <laughs> yeah. dangerous thing. I'm like, hey guys, I'm I'm taking a shower upstairs, but the door doesn't lock, so don't come in, okay? <laughs> you just I, hear like heavy and breathing I, and like as, a frog's croak. As I as I'm as I'm drying off, I just hear the wooden steps creak one step at a time. <laughs> And I just hear, la, 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 la. No, do it in his voice. Do it in his voice. La, la, la. la, la. Like, how to do it. La, la, la. <laughs> was it. Was it Hunter that did the, uh, there's now like six Dawn impressions that I've become acquainted They're all accurate. There was one that was really weird, though. Oh, God. Oh. No, no, I mean, that's kind of accurate, too, sometimes. <laughs> I thought I thought it was Hunters that just did the one that was completely off base and didn't make any sense. Just like how you think my dad sounds like Zuckerberg. That is true. <laughs> if we could, if we could have Justin put in this podcast somewhere, your dad be like, "Hi, I'm Don Grieger," and just have Mark Zuckerberg say, "I'm out here smoking meats." I feel like it's identical. And if we put those polar patterns together, we can see, we can analytically see that this is an accurate. Nah, see, I'm, I'm with Don. 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 Don's dad sounds like like Jordan Peterson, or sometimes Kermit the Frog if he's hyped up. He's gonna say in is... like ten years he'll sound exactly like Jordan Peterson, but right now he's this like is, he uh... listens. He's gonna listen to this podcast too. Yeah. So uh, this is one of those Go things. He also really <laughs> okay, respects well, hey, and likes Mr. Jordan Peterson. Mr. Don so. Greger, sorry, I think you sound like one of the. Hey, stop saying Greger, Hunter. Am I not supposed to say your last name? Have you been calling Justin Justin Greger? He did in his fucking one million thank you video. He called him Justin oh, Grieger. That's, that's right. Grieger. Yeah. I put uh Gregor. You know whose name he didn't say in the one million. Yeah, what, what happened with so that? I didn't, I didn't hear any Don Griegers in there. I just heard the or Tom <laughs> or Tom Griegers. I didn't hear yeah, that. So, so, okay, so it's Gregor. There you go. Yeah. Is that right? So it's not Grieger. It's Gregor. We've yes. gotten onto a more important subject now, though. That's, that's Don's true. dad can wait for another day. <laughs> well, Why I wanna, we I in your one? To, I want this to stand Why down. Why weren't we in your one million sub video? This is a sore point for, for us. Second. We haven't spoken and about this for months, and it's been, been on our minds every say, day since. You son of a bitch! I want to say that this is one of those situations, real quick. And I'll get to your fucking precious shout-out thing, okay? Yeah, please do. This is one of those things where it's like you either it's like you either hear somebody saying, like, uh, whenever you look at a word, you see that you hear that word versus the other word. You know what I mean? So some people hear brainwash, but other people hear like silver hand or something weird like that. It's one of those cases where people are like, <laughs> No, it says brainwash. So I bet you anything, if people fucking actually listen to this dog shit of a podcast, they're gonna have there's some people are gonna be like, oh he sounds just like Zuck. And all right, but the then case. also put Kermit the Frog next to it. And you we'll have yeah. a we'll have a vote. Kermit or Zuckerberg. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kermit the Frog. Smoked meats? That'll be the two, <laughs> the two sound clips. Honestly, it should be Ray Romano. Ray, he does sound yeah. like Ray Romano. That's like the realistic Kermit the Frog, you know? Yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Kermit the Frog, or Ray Romano sounds way more like Kermit the Frog than your dad. Your dad, your dad's voice, like Ray Romano's voice we is very, he doesn't sound drab. exactly like any of them. But he definitely well, doesn't even. Well, you heard a very, you well, had a very specific. <laughs> you well. had a very specific clip of him that wasn't his usual speaking intonation. You heard like presentation. Yeah, gone. he was. He was doing the. Speech. He's like a very strong, prayers. authoritative okay, voice. Well then, but when he's just like hopped up on D and D, he sounds you know very the, different. You know what's the best way to do this is that we ask your dad to do a sound clip of the smoked meats thing. Have him watch it a couple <laughs> times and try to emulate the best he can. Not emulate it, but just say the words as if he would, and I would be, and I would be willing to listen to that. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But at this point in time, I feel that I am correct with the Zuck, with the Zuck. I agree. I 
That's I think I'm the taking of my stance. You're gonna prove you wrong, my friend. But we'll, we'll leave see. it to the people. We'll see. Hi, I'm Don Gregor. Hey everyone, smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Hey, hey I'm smoking meats back here. Smoking brisket. That's about twelve hours. Brisket and ribs tonight. Sweet baby raised or sweet baby raised? Sweet baby raised. Oh, oh, sweet baby raised sucks. Let's circle back around to what's important. What's you important? You reached out to us and yeah, you said that, that sidebar wasn't quite long enough, Hunter. Yeah, no, I'm not forgetting fucking anything. I'm gonna hang on to it like a dog on a bumper <laughs> on a car. Anyway, the fucking hey, that was a really good dog. That was a really good dog impression. You know that that was a. Good I'm just dog gonna let Justin effect. put in like a real dog impression, and it's gonna sound fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I think honestly, I just wanna, I wanna just let you know that. Uh, Should I do it again? That was, yeah. Give me your best. Give me your best Doberman bark. Tom, he's formulating. It's a, it's a decoy. It's so not he's trying gonna to leave my mind. No, 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 no. Don't yeah, worry. But, but you're giving him time to develop a response. Oh, you're fucking right. right. Okay, now. so circling around, um, you reached out to us and you. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how I would bark if I was a dog. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of dog I'd be. I feel like I'd be a nice. All right, Doberman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you take my headphones off. You had to know we were gonna do no, this. No, no, no. I'm taking my headphones off. There's this very clear to the story here. You reached out to us and you said, I'm doing a 1 million sub video. I'll take my headphones off so he can't distract me. And you said, Tom and Don, would you mind if I put you in my 1 million shout out video to say, you know, thanks for the help in helping me reach this milestone. Can and I, I please, said, yeah, that sounds I awesome. Can please have your permission, Tom and Don, to shout you out in my 1 million sub Because I don't want to overstep my bounds. For helping me so much. I, I don't want to put your name out there if you don't, you know. You, you are my heroes. I don't want to put you in an awkward position of having to acknowledge my terrible... Terrible content. <laughs> and then I gave you the go-ahead because we're pretty good guys. And yeah, we went th in thank there. Thank you for that. Thank you. Actually, I, I, and I want to tell you something, too. I, I got to tell you. I, you know, I thank you so much for giving me that opportunity to just to be able to do that. Just like the, the, the approval alone to me was something that really, you know, it, it, stuck, it stood with me. And I feel like I still kind of reminisce on, reminisce on that, uh, that memory today. So... I just, I, you know, I just really wanted to say thank you for the generosity of saying that I could add you in to the. Thank so you what happened? So like lead us down the path. Yeah. Because you, th you thanked people who did nothing, as far as I can tell. You thanked <laughs> right. Zach Hadell. Great. What he did like two lines in a cartoon. He was Humpty Dumpty. We walked right. you through the worst time of your life when you were at death's door from Warner Bros. Right. stealing right. your cartoon. And we didn't get nothing. Zach Hadell does one voice, and you're like, "This guy's my hero now." I don't, I don't mean to sidebar, but I really don't like how you're saying Hadel. It's it's like Grieger. Grieger. Hadel. Maybe he should get a fucking normal name. How about that? Go ahead, Hunter. Hadel. Hadel. Nobody. Zach Hadel. Hadel. He's Arabic. Did you not know Tom, that? What is, what is your last name? Hunter, what is your answer to my question? Well, my last name is Hancock. And let me tell you, it's a strong <laughs> American name. Patriotic and to the point. You do and have I a great that, name. Hunter yeah. August Hancock. That is a Hunter August powerful. Hancock. Let me tell you why. Hey, hold on a second. Hold the. Hey, hold on. Listen. The reason my middle name is August is because my, my great, my great, great, great grandfather fought <laughs> in a war. August Cats, look him up. That's fucking badass. Is that why your character's called Cats? Wait, why did you not shout us out in your one minute? <laughs> I'm not letting well, go no, of this, Hunter! No, well, well, hold on a sec. Well, let me just tell you something right now. The reason my middle name is August is because my war hero, my war hero great-grandfather 
who would be rolling over in his grave if he knew that I was talking to some British fuck about this. Wait, was your grandpa on the Nazi side of the war? No. This, <laughs> Is I'm that what you're great, saying? <laughs> great, great, great grandfather was an American war hero, and he'd be he would be rolling over in his grave if he knew I was talking to you, Tom. I, I, I understand, honestly. So, here's the thing. It's a great, it's a strong name in my, I'm really, you know, from time to time. I'm gonna go take a piss. You, you tell me when he's done, Don. And you know what? And I would elaborate, I would go into why the events happened that they did, but unfortunately, we just hit our time, so no, I don't no, think that we no, should no, go no, too much no, over no, because no. I don't want Justin no, to be no, overworked no, no, no. when it comes to editing this, so. No, I thought it was a good no, show, though. No, this has been not, a great, great no, show. <laughs> yeah, we, we've ran out of time. I don't want Justin to be overworked when it comes to editing this. So, you know, maybe sometime, maybe sometime I can answer that question. That I forgot which one, I, what, which one it was because I think it was kind of forgettable. But I think that we can definitely, we can, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the real answer to that question, I'll tell you, because I know you guys are curious. And that's because the day that I recorded that, it was blistering hot. If you can see the footage, I am profusely sweating. It was like the, one of the hottest days in Kansas City. Humidity up the ass. I was just dripping wet. Everything was going wrong. I had a whole other sketch going, but then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to sit on this park bench, and we're just going to do this. Mm -hmm. So then, left my computer at home. Don't know why I did that. So I didn't have the script on my phone either. I meant to put it on my phone. All sorts of shit. So then it was just free topping off the top of my head. The reason I include Zach Hadel, you know, though he was... Helped me at the time. He was one of the people, one of the few creators at the time that did a voice in my cartoon. So I was trying to like list off all the people that were a larger creator that helped do voices in my tune at the time. Mm -hmm. That's why. And the reason I forgot about you guys too, which afterwards I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I let it sit and, for so and long. <laughs> and, the, and the thing, and the thing is, is that I could have, I could have re-recorded, but then I thought, fuck it, no. <laughs> I'm not, it's so hot. I'm done with this. I've said what I want to say, because really what I wanted to do was use that to thank my team and to thank my audience, not to fucking thank you guys. And I did reach out at the time because, you know, I was going to include you in, but I forgot. Okay, I, I would have been fine with that answer. Okay, well, I'll start. I'll, I'll start. Uh, back just, oh, dang it. I forgot Flash gets. I said everybody else, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot. I even said Justin Grieger, but I forgot about Flash. <laughs> you know what you do then? You make a bespoke little animated extra special shout out. Right hey guys, I, for I forgot Flash Gits. I'm so sorry. No, you don't say I forgot. You say like, and last but certainly not least. Oh know? yeah, that's true. Perhaps the least least. You know? <laughs> You're high as shit. They, uh, let me tell you something. The, uh, let's, can, we, can we at least tell the viewers how I try to reach out and how I try to get in contact with you guys, and just to no, know that's avail. that that is true. We blew you off. We thought you were yeah. a loser. I didn't. Yeah. I don't ever remember seeing that message. I, I actually honestly never saw it either. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're in charge yeah, of the message. But this is this what it was. It was revenge. High horse. Yeah. Oh, that that is what it was. That is your first rebuttal after all the dodging and dipping and ducking. and there will be more. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be a time where you there'll be a time where you you call for me. And I will not answer. <laughs> you, I mean, that, you would be totally justified because you call Don all the time and never get a response ever. Oh, so, true. so why wouldn't blame you? I called. I called Don because I was like, you know, this is a guy that knows what he's doing. This is a guy that kind of just has it all figured out. Maybe I can learn from this guy. And literally, I know that that guy is a fucking asshole. 
and he doesn't answer my calls. I've got, I think I'm and on. He tells like me, a, and you know what he says? The first time I meet him, I said, hey, how's it going? I'm Hunter Hancock, Meekin. He says, yeah, I'm Don Grieger. And now you're telling me that it's Don Gregor. So he sabotaged, he wanted me to do this. I do do that all the time. I mispronounce my name. Yeah. I misspell it sometimes, too. Got like three E's and an I. My name's Bill Hampton. Just like tell people all different names. Oh, shit, wait. The other day, you said to us, I'm going to go cause some trouble at a fucking grocery store. And you just left it hanging. I was like, what trouble? And you're like, who knows? And then you like hung up. And we never got the other half of that story. Did you yeah. go to the grocery store? Did you cause trouble? Yeah, sometimes I like to just finger around a store. That's becoming a new thing I like to say too, is I finger around <laughs> certain certain outlets. <laughs> because it, it's it's very kind it makes me think it's very mysterious. I'm doing a deed that's not done and it's slightly sexual. So it's like, it's what slightly. am I doing at this yeah, fingering around. I'm pawing around at the store. I got you. All right, so you're fingering around at the store. Yeah. Not literally. Yeah. No, literally. What? Oh, you just yeah. you just pouncing on unsuspecting female shoppers? No, no, it's not. It's that's not the case. I just like to fucking look for trouble, you know. Maybe sometimes trouble finds me. Did it on that fateful day? It did. And what happened? Well, it's funny you should say I got a bookcase for my spare bedroom, and this person came up to me. And, you know, I was because at the store they have it to where you you know like they they have it made up, so you're like, oh, that's what it looks like out of the box. You know, what I mean? right? Yeah, a display. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was looking at the displays for these bookshelves, and this guy, this worker comes up to me, and he said, you looking at some bookshelves? And I said, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking right at it. He's like, yeah, that's a good one. I said, okay, cool. How much is it? He, and then he, like, tried to do this sales pitch that I just did not care for. Do not sales pitch me if you're not doing if, – if, like, your job isn't sales and you're not making commission and you're just, like, some fucking mook walking around the general store trying to sell me on this bookcase – you know what it makes me think? It makes me think that you're like one of those plebs that just has like corporate loyalty and I don't plebs. trust you. You know what I'm talking about? One of those yeah, people that are just like plebs. really excited to be working at Walmart. It's like, why? You're doing this for a paycheck. You don't do this because you like love the fucking Walmart brand, you know? And I told him, I said, you know, he was saying like, oh, it's 40% off today. And I said, well, I've come in here four times and it's been 40% off. <laughs> like how long, how long does the sale go? And I was kind of like, give him a little bit of a toot because I was like, step off, sir. <laughs> step the fuck back. S step off. Not like I wasn't like, you know, being a total dick, but I was like, well, hey, how, how long are these sales lasting? Because I said, I think, that you're, I think that that sale price is the regular price. And you're trying to tell me that that's a sale price. I said, so is this, the, is this an actual sale price? He's like, well, our sale's gone for a long time. That's one of the best things with the store. And I was like, I wanted to say, don't. <laughs> Fucking sell me on your store. I don't want to. It's a it's a Fred Meyer, which is just like a it's like a Sam's Club or whatever. It's like a like a Costco type thing. Mm. Right, got you. And I'm, he's just like, well, you know, that's one of the best things about this store. Good answer to his credit. Well, Quick he was fucking feet. battling me. He was battling <laughs> me, and I have a very short temper because what I know I have to do is I have to buy this heavy as fuck uh, bookshelf. And I have to like fucking push it along in a cart and look like a because I don't know why when I carry objects around a store. I don't like people knowing what I'm doing. Oh, that guy's getting a bookshelf. He must have a lot of books. You don't even know I have a lot of books. And it's just like, I, I, I go into these mental laps with myself in that terms. So then I walk out of the store to get away from him. I literally, I leave the store to, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I'll do it some other time. Cause I don't want the satisfaction 
because I was going to buy that bookshelf. So I leave the store and I come back in and I'm like, you know, I have like a cart and I'm looking around. I don't see him. And I push it up and I grab one of the things. And that motherfucker was down the aisle. He, pe- he peeks his head around the corner. He's just like, he's like, good deal, isn't it? And in my mind, I was like, Fuck! and then, but no, politely, I was like, you know what? It was too good to pass up. And I took the high ground, even though, I sh- even though what I should have done and what uh, I wanted you gave to do. Y- yeah, 100%. Well, if I was a younger man, I would have looked that man right in the eyes and I would have dropped that shelf right there and I wouldn't have bought it. I would have had books on the floor until I could go to another store and buy another bookshelf. But you know what? I took the high road because it was a good deal. I got the bookshelf and I left, but I have not been back to that store since. Have you even assembled this bookshelf? I don't what know if I, I could. I, have you even assembled the bookshelf? I don't know if I could bring myself to after yeah, such a I, I, place I, of cooking. I, I assembled it. And uh, it was very frustrating. I basically took a bunch of shortcuts, but uh, it's standing and it's uh, it's it's working pretty good right now. And actually, I have a new book that I got in the mail to this morning for it. Let me show you. You guys at home can't see this, so fuck you. It's the screenplay book of The Witch. Oh, that's pretty cool. I've not seen it, but like, I've never I, seen like a screenplay book like I that. I hated the end of that movie. It was so stupid. Terrible. How much money did Lo- you waste on that book? Loved it. So it was a twenty-five dollar book. Oh, that's fair. That's a good deal. Looks like a, and it's a and it's a nice quality it's like a, book. Yeah, it's a quality book. To be fair, yeah, it has but like I still image frames. Hate that movie. Bite. I love that movie. <sighs> so you just don't realize it, but you're more me than you can ever know. I think it's I'm true. more well, me I think than you guys. You guys know, rub off on each you, other. You know, you uh, you swept me up when I was young. Yeah, and just, that did happen. Destroyed me. I came to you like I can do front flip I on the ground. Who, I wonder who I would be if Without I had me. met Tom. <laughs> maybe you should have been your own person, Don. Maybe you should have been stronger. Maybe that's true. Maybe you shouldn't be so easily that's swayed. Stronger personality. Maybe yeah. if you weren't vanilla ice cream, you wouldn't absorb other flavors so uh, easily. Change colors so quickly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> maybe if you had some fucking characters, it wouldn't maybe have happened. That's, maybe that's true. I'm sorry for bestowing like about- upon you my great qualities. What did you not like about the ending of The Witch? Can I, ask? I I honestly would I would watch it again to debate you on it. I can't remember that well, but I do remember being really. <laughs> so, well, frustrated. first off, I'm not gonna fucking we're not we're we're, we're not in high school. I'm not gonna debate you on fucking anything. Okay? You no, know, like first I would off, watch I, it again to I, argue I, with you about it. I would, it. I would, I actually would. I would, I would go. And the ending. Commit. The only thing I didn't like about the ending is just the shot. Like the I I just didn't care for the shot of like all those cackling bitches at the end. They just kind of float up and they're just floating there. That was like the really only complaint I had. That's Otherwise, su- that, that I thought surprises it was a nice me. Yeah, it was a perfect movie until like the stupid direction they took at the end actually paid off. Yeah, I mean, like, but uh, to like all uh, like up until that point though, I just loved it so much. I, I love that movie. I like Robert Eagers though a lot too. He also did The Lighthouse, okay. which I love that movie too. Yeah, I liked The Lighthouse. Like, I liked the tension. I, he, I really you know liked. I liked like eighty percent of the movie, but I thought the end was just dumb. I would. Like, you know, you should rewatch you took, it. You take you this should... awesome movie. And you build all this tension, and you, and you create all this meaning, and then you just throw it out and make something stupid happen that doesn't make any sense. I I would be curious if you rewatch it. I think that you're 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 up you're up playing it. I think maybe your first your viewing of it has it's uh in like not enlightened. It's uh heightened your hatred for it. The end or whatever. I, I would be curious what you thought if you saw it again. Yeah, me too. I want. I actually do want to watch it again, and we can we can argue about this next time. So that's my mail. You know what? We'll we'll make that a segment on our podcast. Not What's in mail. my mail? What mail? Did you mail? Yeah. We uh, we we have too much mail for one podcast. It's like a fucking parade. It's like Christmas every day of just no, shit coming well, to the house. 
Is it just a uh, constant Amazon purchases? That's yeah, what, that's that the problem, man. Amazon brought Christmas all year round. I'm addicted. What uh, you know? I think that honestly, Amazon has defeated what Christmas is. Nobody gives a fuck about presents anymore because you're constantly unboxing Amazon packages. That's a for that's real. A, that's an insightful point. That. No, you're right. It's probably true. They fucking ruined Christmas. And you, you, so also, then if you anything, also know that whatever you're getting from Amazon is something you want because you bought it. You know. Yeah. Or it's very insidious, isn't it? With Christmas, the whole draw was that you didn't have that that kind of like instant accessibility, and then there was that like. There was no need that, or like no thought that you had to wait for a gift. So then, when if you saw gifts under a tree, you're just like, "Oh, I wonder what that is." But now, when you see gifts under a tree, you're just like, "Why the fuck can I not just open this? Like, I should, like, I should already be able to open this." Like, a gate. <laughs> Amazon has destroyed your attention span for waiting for pretty presents. much, <laughs> pretty fucking much. You just phone at the mouth looking at the tree. I mean, I still enjoy like the Christmas thing. I just mean like in general. I bet that like people don't even like fuck with it anymore. They just put up like a shitty tree and they just watch like Christmas story and that's it. That's probably their day. Oh nah, au contraire. I fucking Christmas is a big it's a big thing in the Hinchliffe household. Is it not my not it. my like family, I'm sure it is for them too, but in my my life, Christmas. Woo! We go hard, my friends. Yeah, my family we always have like a... my family does the thing where you go to one f- people like you go to like one side of the family on Christmas Eve and then you go to the other side of the family on Christmas Day. And it's like a big uh it's a big thing. It's a, it's a strong 48 hours for sure. You wait, how many Do you also come from a broken home, Hunter? <laughs> I was about to I was about to express my confusion of this, but Don just explained it. A broken home. No, like my dad's side of the family, I go to like see my grandma on that side. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. then on my other side, I go to like my mom's side of the family of like her stuff. Don thought like, he was can't... just about to have like a divorce friend. Yeah. My parents patch things up. I mean my uh my family has been divorced since I was, you know, 12, but that's the way it's always been with, uh, like, Christmas Eve and shit, you know Well, what that's I mean? what I was asking you, asshole. So your parents are divorced? Well, you made, it, you, you made it seem like, is that, like, the reason why I do that? And I'm like, no, it's just Something's we, right. we, oh, okay. we, we tackle right. the deal. But yeah, no, my, ever since I was 12, my mommy left my daddy. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Twelve's pretty late. Perfect stable home over here, get, boys. Get a uh, get on, Dad. <laughs> mom, mom destroyed you. <laughs> mom turned you into a sniveling, pathetic person. Good job. Sorry for that contribution, everyone. Yeah. Didn't didn't expect the walls to go up. So you guys could at least pretend to laugh. Captain. Captain Dick been together since whatever fourteen, right? Uh, yeah, my parents been together since fourteen mm. and sixteen. That's why I'm such a fucking fully formed person without any problems. (laughs) That is that is true. (laughs) As long as such a pleasant person to be around, stable, stable home, stable life. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I guess there's no way to explain it to you guys. You can really understand. (laughs) Just imagine that like everything's great. Well, your parents have like a zillion kids, so by the time do you have a bunch of brothers? By the time they got around to you, what's a zillion to you, Hunter? What was like? What was? How would you translate that? A zillion kids, like from one couple, I would say a zillion kids to me is three kids. Really? Wow! Yeah, three, three seems Don, standard. It, are you only ch- child hunter? I feel like no. I feel like the ideal American uh, ch- is you have one boy and you have one girl, two, two at the max. Okay, well that's how civilizations collapse. <laughs> that's below replacement. <laughs> you need two point one at least, otherwise one of them is going to die, and then the population crashes and your economy dies. But the world lives on more, more beautifully, less, less traffic. So I, I I go I go for less traffic. <laughs> Let the economy Woo! crash for less traffic. <laughs> yeah. Yay! 
No, I don't know. I guess, like, in my terms, I would only ever want, like, whenever I see a family, it's just like, this is my brother Keith, and this is my brother Brian. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's three of you. And then sometimes they throw in, like, one daughter, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I think about it now, and I think about, like, it, I have a puppy, and I'm already, like, on the verge of, like, of drowning it. to kill him every day. <laughs> so if I had a child, let alone, like a, like, a five-year-old child, and I had a baby... And then after that baby's five, and then I have like a prick, like seven, like like every two years or something like that. I don't know how people do that. You're just a, you're just you're done. just a product of millennialism. I'm not here for this. Well, I don't want kids. I just <laughs> want pets. I was about to do a different Jordan Peterson thing. Go on. <laughs> be be wary of people that don't like kids. They're it's an pedophiles. Person. <laughs> yeah, they're pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what Jordan Peterson said? a mask. Said? Yeah, he's like, people who don't like kids are pedophiles. They will take and rape your children. You under should, the sign of Baphomet. You should like, what? Under the sign of Baphomet and Malal. They will take them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like I don't like, well, I, get, I don't like children because I just don't, they annoy me. I've only met one child where I'm like, you know, if your, if your family dies, I will gladly raise you as my own. It's different if it's your own fucking semen demon, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because you're, you're like biologically wired to love this thing. You like have to. They give off that scent. Right. I guess, you know what, you know what the only thing, like I Can definitely we deal with Don's rape thing, like right now? Because he's <laughs> just started talking about it, children's scent. Why does it also have to be a pedophile thing, though? He's got the right scent. The, uh, that, I definitely, that's what it is. I definitely that's want kids one day. Child. That's good. I'm glad you're not one of those people. I definitely, okay, well, Tom, shut the fuck up. What? With your fucking... You're like weird, like old man. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're not one of those people. You know, if I did, if if any of you guys didn't want kids, I wouldn't fucking bark at you because I don't give a fuck. Because you got your own no life, you can do whatever you want. Because you don't care you know about anything. Do. You're a nihilist, millennial. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I'm a Christian. I have the best moral compass there is. I'm not a Christian. With Jesus Christ by my side. No, uh, but I just I look at the kids now and I look at all the things that I feel like I would have to just like give up. Give up on ah, like come on. like work wise. No, don't be like five forever. That you become the kid. That's how that works out. How is what? In what way do you become the kid? In what in what way do you become a child? Have you seen your background? There's giant fucking bright <laughs> primary colored shapes all over your wall. Big neon signs. It's, it's you are the child now because you won't you won't give that experience to real children. Science, help me out, Don. Uh. <laughs> The way the way I feel about it is, I think that you will be guilty. Like I think that people are probably universally. You guilty. will be guilty. You will be guilty. Yeah, if you don't have kids, <laughs> I can't. I, I can't cast stones and hunter. Like yeah, you fucking child. Well, you know, you can. I do all the time. Drawing Paper Mario and writing like a what if Harry Potter had retard script. We're we're guilty of it too, Don. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't apply to us. It does. It's a problem. It's a generational problem. I think, you could, uh, I think you could be not not saying that I'm one of these people because I'm not. I'm, I'm a fucking full grown man and you guys are pathetic <laughs> retards. But I feel like you could be like one of those people that does like uh, like they collect Funko Pops if they have kids. because oh, they're like, I want to have a kid because I want to like, show them Star Wars for the first time. I just look at a kid because I'm selfish. <laughs> I look at a kid because I'm selfish because I'm just like, I think about all the things that I can't do myself, like, at this age. And, like, I look at my parents, and I can tell that if they waited 
a little longer, I feel like they would be so much. I don't feel like they would be broken up or something like that. Mm. I feel like uh, I feel like like that kind of responsibility still at this age is like kind of crazy because I don't. Dude, feel that's like some deep seated like issue. You just said you're responsible for your parents' divorce, essentially. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that the the stacks, like the the stress blocks, became right. too high, and I feel like they they just started hating hating each other. And also, my father's alcoholism, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. which is a large which is, that's a large that's a large stress block to have. So if you're yeah, fuck type deal. And I and, and I see a lot of my uh, I see a lot of my friends who are younger. That have like really kind of like okay jobs or whatever, but they use their kid as like a scapegoat to be like, oh well, I would do this, but the kid's there. So then now I'm like, I feel like what I would I use my child as a scapegoat now versus like if I wait a second when my career's like you know when I'm financially good and I can this kid will be chill and I can't use them as like a little scapegoat or whatever. Or do they use a scapegoat because it's convenient for them so they don't have to do shit? Oh no, hundred percent, partly I so. imagine. But yeah, partly. I mean. It yeah, is, you could be yeah. like, I would have made it if not for this yeah. fucking idiot. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah, I feel like that's... Uh, I definitely have way too strong opinions on things I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you. Bl I feel like you just blindly follow... You'll like, see like one thing and you're just like, I agree with this. I agree with this! <laughs> and you just like, take it to the grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I just don't want kids right now. Nothing in my being. You know, if I did ever... If I never wanted my own kids, I would adopt a child. 100%. I would adopt a Korean boy. Name him David. <laughs> David is a good Korean boy name. Hi, David. <laughs> Hello. No, <I'm> <laughs> so stupid. I, I, Justin, cu Justin, cut that part. No, keep, keep it in, Justin. Justin, cut it! People, people need to see the real hunter. Not this jolly fellow not, he presents was, to the world. That was not the real me. That was not the real me. Actually... Actually, it's so crazy. My cousin's staying with me in Portland, and he came in. I did not think that was funny. So whatever he just said, I, I oh, do not oh, oh, I see. <laughs> do, do, that, uh, do that African impression you do all the time. Oh, my God. I am a African boy. You, oh, my God. Jesse, I, I made that up boy. to put you on the spot, and you just fucking came out the gate swinging. That was great. Yeah, well, my friend is uh, Polynesian, and he does this voice about his mom because his mom sounds like pretty much like that, and it's a great, it's a great Polynesian accent and Poly Polynesian accents are uh, a beautiful thing and I love them. Polynesian accents are actually probably one of my favorite accents in the world. What is a Polynesian? Just like a, isn't that like a borderline Samoan or something like that, right? Or something? What is this like New, New Zealand? Where are Samoans? No, that's Maori. Yeah, weren't you just doing an African accent? Like actually, was that, you're saying that, yeah, that but was I think Polynesian that from what, accent? From what I've heard is mom, that's what she sounds like and that's what, she, uh, that's what my buddy does. Like, they sound they sound very much like that. Hmm. Justin, cut this out. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> cut, cut yeah, I don't I don't think that's true. We're talking about like I'm ta I, Samoa I and Hawaii and all that stuff. I've, like no Polynesian. She, he's sitting he's sitting there, and my friend came to my house. He lived with me for like a couple of months, and his mom came in, and I was so shocked by how thick her accent was hmm. because she was from Missouri too. Like I don't know, like I mean not na not natively from Missouri, but they lived in Missouri a long time. And she came in, and I was like, "How was the drive?" She's like, "Oh my god, I am so tired. I'm going oh so sleepy. I'm going to have to go downstairs." You sound like a and child like, soldier. What? Oh. Justin, cut it. <laughs> Justin, Justin, abort. <laughs> we're, we're we're not we're not Vice News. We can't be saying shit like this. 
you, you were like, oh my god, I am from Uganda. I was given an AK-47 when I was five. That's what you sound like. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting like the, like, native, native Tagalog speaking Polynesian. How many Polynesian people have you talked to, Don? How many? Uh, a I'm gonna guess fucking a none. Handful. A handful. Yeah. A handful. Where did you find a handful been, of Polynesians? Where, where did you find a handful of Polynesians? In high school, I had a very, I went to a very diverse high school. Brimming with, <laughs> 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 brimming with Polynesians. I'm. I need to wow. Google where Polynesians are from. This is this is difficult. You're still struggling. They're from with Polynesia. They're from o o Oceania. So I was kind of in the right ballpark. Yeah, dude. They're not. They're not even close to Africa, dude. I never said they were from Africa. Yeah, but you're, you're doing, doing an African, African accent. accent. <laughs> Justin, cut this out.